Welcome to the Apostolic Prophetic Bible Ministry by missionary Ewald Frank. Brother Frank, as the whole world knows him, received his commission to preach the Word of God on April the 2nd, 1962. Since that time, he has ministered in more than 130 countries, speaking to entire nations over radio and TV. His true apostolic teaching is appreciated by God's people around the world. And now, Brother Frank. Beloved friends, brothers and sisters in Christ, this is Brother Frank speaking to you from the International Mission Center in Krefeld, Germany. I just greet you in the precious name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It was so good to hear from many who are listening to this program in different countries, especially Australia, New Zealand, and also many of the other countries are writing as they were blessed by the preaching and teaching ministry. We claim to believe the original teachings of God's Holy Word. We believe that the New Testament Church must be restored right to where she was at the very beginning. We don't believe what church fathers said. We don't believe what church men say. We do believe the true word of God that remains forever. Now, we all understand that Bible prophecies are being fulfilled. All the earth recognizes that things are not as they were, and there is no solution for the problems existing on earth. And especially since we have a German Pope again, our thoughts go back 482 years when the Reformation broke through and when a German Pope was elected. It was the time when God used a German by the name of Martin Luther to put God's word back into the hands and hearts of the people. It was a time when the breakthrough happened, when the prison doors were opened and the gospel of justification was preached again. Then we had the other revivals. We had a John Wesley, a John Smith. We had all these different men of God at different times with different ministries. We had a Moody. We had many right up to the Welsh revival. hundred years ago, the breakthrough of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. When the Pentecostal 
movement took its course again. The ministries were restored, the gifts were restored, and then we go to the end of World War II, arriving in May 1946, when the dear Lord called William Branham. This man of God was sent with a message that would forerun the second coming of Christ. Beloved friends, I'd like to read with you Isaiah chapter 40, verse 3. The voice of him that cries in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Beloved friends, a true man of God does not blow his own trumpet. He does not prepare his own way. He is not sent to start a new religion or denomination. A man sent from God brings us back to the Word of God. An apostle today must preach and teach what the apostles were teaching and preaching at the very beginning. A prophet today must walk in the footsteps of all the prophets that were before him. And as we see in John and other epistles, how the Lord started the New Testament, how a prophet appeared on the scene, how Isaiah 40 was fulfilled, how Malachi 3 was fulfilled, and the way of the Lord was being prepared, and the kingdom of God came through, and our Lord is the one who paid the price, who opened the door, so that we're back again into fellowship with the dear God of heaven. Beloved, what really touches me is the word cry. In Isaiah chapter 40, verse 6, And the voice said, Cry, cry. And he said, What shall I cry? There's a cry, there's a call, there's a message. The first cry is, in the first message of the gospel of Jesus Christ, calling us to repentance. As our Lord said, Come unto me, all ye that are heavy laden, I will give you rest. A cry, a voice, a message. But then, if you go to Matthew 25, it says here in verse 5 and 6, While the bridegroom tarried, 
the old slumbered and slept. And at midnight there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh, go ye out to meet him. There was a cry, a message at the first coming of Christ, a preparation of the people to receive Jesus Christ, the Savior, the Messiah, and all who believed the message of John the Baptist received Jesus Christ in their day and time. All who believed what the scribes and the Pharisees, the religious celebrity, said, missed, missed the day of God's visitation. And the Lord looked over Jerusalem, starting to weep bitterly, because they did not recognize the day of God's visitation. There was a cry. There was a message. Bible prophecies were being fulfilled. God made history on earth. And people missed it. And the scripture says in John chapter 1, the Lord came to his own and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them he gave power to become the sons of God. Beloved, now we are most definitely in the time when the last call goes forth. We passed the evening time of the day of grace were moved into the midnight hour. Never before was the call as it is right now. Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to meet him. In Revelation 19 verse 7, the scripture says, And the bride prepared herself. Beloved, there's a cry, there's a preparation, there is a message of restoration, of bringing us back to the beginning, to bring us back into fellowship with God. Beloved, I believe with all my heart that God kept His word and sent a prophet in our day. And I must emphasize, I knew Brother Branham for 10 years, right from 1955 to 1965. I was at his funeral. I had part in his ministry while he was alive. But I'm not to present William Branham. I'm not to preach William Branham. I'm to preach Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. Men of God, show the way. But Jesus Christ is the way. 
Men of God, preach the truth. But Jesus Christ is the truth. Beloved, then again, it needs to be emphasized that there are too many misunderstandings within the scripture and also within the statements of Brother Brennan. It is absolutely necessary to be led by the Holy Spirit, to understand things by divine revelation. All the scripture is put and written in such a way that you cannot enter into the thoughts of God unless by the revelation of the Holy Spirit. Like our Lord said to Peter in Matthew 16, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And again, if you read some scriptures, they might refer to the only true God. There is. Everybody knows that there is only one eternal, only one creator, only one savior, one king, one judge. At the same time, we understand that the God of heaven wanted us back as sons and daughters. We had lost eternal life. We had lost our fellowship with God. We were in this world without hope. But then the God of heaven himself found a way to redeem us, to come to us. And the word that was in the beginning was made flesh, took a body to dwell among us, to pay the price on the cross of Calvary. Brothers and sisters, if we speak about the Godhead, it's not a subject for our intellect. It's God himself revealing his love, his redeeming love by manifesting himself in the body of flesh and still remaining in heaven in spirit form as our Father. The scripture says in John chapter 4, the true worshipers will worship God in spirit and in truth. So we understand the purpose and the plan of salvation. God wanted us back as his sons and daughters. And we see and go back to Adam. He was a created son of God in the image of God. Jesus Christ was the only begotten Son. As the promise goes, a virgin will conceive and bear a son, and you shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God 
with us. And when the time was fulfilled, the Holy Spirit overshadowed Mary in the announcement given by Gabriel was that which is born of you is of the Holy Ghost and will be called the Son of God. But here is the point. Like Adam was the created Son of God, Jesus Christ, the second Adam, the only begotten Son of God. And through Him we were adopted as sons of God. And therefore we must be born again by the same Holy Spirit, by the same seed of the Word of God. This is not for the intellect. This is something for our heart to believe in something that we must experience. It's not enough to read John chapter 3 that we must be born again, but it must take place. It must be our personal experience. And then, of course, all the other subjects. This is the time of total restoration because according to Acts chapter 3 from verse 17 to 21 our Lord remains in heaven until the times of restitution of all things would be and we have the promise especially in the last chapter of Malachi in the last verses I will send you Elijah the prophet before the great and dreadful day of the Lord comes and our Lord confirmed it in Matthew 17 in verse 11 I read and Jesus answered and said unto them Elijah truly shall first come and restore all things. You can compare this with Mark chapter 9, verse 12. The same wording God promised someone like Elijah. Elijah the Tishbite had his ministry. John the Baptist had his ministry. And also Elisha had his ministry. But here, most definitely, without a mistake being possible, the Lord for the future gave the promise, Elijah truly shall first come. This is just as true as the statement, Elijah has already come. Because John the Baptist had already come. And therefore, both is true. The one who was to come and the other who already came and had his ministry. As we read, the voice said, cry. What shall I cry? All flesh is grass and all its beauty is like the flower of the grass. Beloved, in verse 8, in Isaiah chapter 40, we read, 
the grass withereth, the flower fadeth, but the word of our God shall stand forever. Compare this with First Peter chapter 1, verse 23 to 25. The Apostle Peter in the New Testament uses the Old Testament Scripture and says, The gospel we preach unto you is the word that remains forever. And if you go to Revelation chapter 14, verse 6, there we are told about the everlasting gospel, something that cannot change. And the Apostle Paul in Galatians 1 pronounced the curse upon all who would dare to preach another gospel. So, beloved, if we preach the same gospel that the Apostle Peter, James and John and Paul preached, then it's not a brother right. God's word is right. And I have to emphasize again, beloved, as we are now in the end time, we understand that there is a cry going forth. Behold, the bridegroom cometh. And this call is connected to Second Corinthians chapter 6 from verse 14 to the end. What fellowship has light in darkness? Beloved, the call, the last call is, Ye, my people, come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Then I will receive you and ye shall be my sons and my daughters and I will be your God. And if you take Second Corinthians chapter 6 to Revelation chapter 18 verse 4 where the voice comes from heaven come out of her ye my people then you must read Revelation 17 first and apply it to the present situation when all churches return to the mother church and I'm not responsible for what the scripture says I'm only responsible to share it with you but if God's word speaks about Babylon the great the mother the mother church it's not my word it's God's word and then after Revelation chapter 17 the full description of the end time religious set up as we experience it now when all churches return to the mother church when the deadly wound is healed when all the Bible prophecies of the end time are being fulfilled brothers and sisters don't expect brother Frank to smile how can I smile if I say that blindness and darkness 
has come upon God's people, if darkness is only upon the nations, that we can understand. But if blindness and darkness is upon God's people, that is too much. And let me emphasize again, beloved, whether you accept it or not, this is God's time for God's people to hear the last call, to receive the last message. It's a time of calling out, a time of preparation. It's the midnight hour. The cry is going forth. Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to meet him. Beloved friends, in whatever country you might be, we can only touch on these things on the surface. But we have literature prepared with all the Bible subjects and we wish to share it with you. May the blessings of Almighty God rest upon you. May your spiritual understanding be opened and your eyes with eyes have so that you see and hear and understand and have part in what God is doing right now. Beloved, this is Brother Frank speaking to you from the International Mission Center in Krefeld, Germany. I don't represent a church. I just represent Jesus Christ and His Word. May God bless you and be with you in Jesus' holy name. Amen. If you were blessed by this message and would like to know more about what God is doing in our time, we would love to hear from you. Brother Frank has published some booklets and tracts about many important Bible subjects which are translated into many different languages and are sent out free of charge. You are welcome to order your free copy from Mission Center P.O. Box 10707 in 47707 Krefeld, Germany.